Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, Jeremy. So this week, I think we can finally move beyond stuff Brad ran into during his <laughs> multiple Disney trips. So we're we're going to finally put that behind us, and we're going to move on and talk some news. So uh, I I wanted to bring up because well, and you know what, this is bad because we I just said we're not going to talk, and now I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I I did want to point out that apparently uh, Disney has announced that they are going to be testing same day reservations at the Jungle Skipper or the Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. From the 12th to the 27th of this month. So, like, you could, in the morning, make a reservation for that day? That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Because it says same-day reservations. Uh, So, you know, this is actually, uh, when this episode releases, this will have been going on for three days. We're recording on Thursday, so it actually starts tomorrow. Um, But it's interesting because you can... Of course, make uh, reservations via the phone number or via jungleskippercanteen.com. What? Yes, jungleskippercanteen.com, which which is actually just, all it does is redirects you directly to the Jungle Skipper Canteen page on Disney's site. Right, but they're still treating it differently than any other, any other restaurant because you can't go to cinderellasroyaltable.com to make reservations, can you? Uh, not yet, you can't, but right. maybe... Did, did they do something similar with Be Our Guest? Well, man, Be Our Guest has been so crazy because they've got like the pick what you want to eat six weeks before you come. And, you know, they've they've got a whole bunch of crazy reservation methods and stuff for Be Our Guest. So it, it's possible, I guess. I don't know for sure, though. Though com points to movies.disney.com slash beauty and the beast. So, <laughs> so don't, don't get us wrong. Disney owns that. They're just not using it for the Be Our Guest restaurant. But, yeah, so... Uh, so it's it's kind of interesting to me because this is this is what I was looking for when I was there. Because remember, I told you like the the anxiety. If I mm-hmm. could have just walked up day of or made a phone call day of, um, then I would have known that I had that reservation after the fireworks, and everything would have been like so much easier to me. But at the same time, it's going to be interesting because if they start taking reservations, do they ha- start having to turn people away? And if they start turning people away, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of the whole like walk up concept for a table service? Yeah, but I mean, have okay, so has Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen been kind of advertised and and talked about as a walk up place or could they just kind of I don't know, just reverse reverse that and start taking reservations there just like everywhere else. Like oh, I'm no. I'm just wondering if that would really if people would really be shocked by that. I don't I don't think people would be shocked. I'm just my question is what is the benefit uh I, I just I start seeing a limited benefit to being walk up when you start taking reservations. I guess that's that's kind of more my thought process. Right. And I would assume that it would just be like every other restaurant where sure you can walk up and try, but you really should put, make a reservation. Yeah, because most of the time you're not going to be able to get in here. So I don't know. Um, but again, for right now, they've just said the 12th through the 27th and uh, WDW Magic uh, came out with the report on this. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen after that point. 
Um, whether that means that they move to full reservations after that point, you know, the, the standard reservations, or maybe they just go back to, uh, to walk up basis. Cause what I feel like, yeah, be our guest has done some weird stuff over time. Right. With different, with different reservation styles, doing reservations with different things. Right. Uh, and, and I think it's pretty clear, you know, you see something like this where they're introducing, you know, some new vector to to get into a restaurant they're testing you know this is very clearly this is a beta test right yeah they're testing and if this works if same day reservations um and walk up otherwise works we would probably see that spread out to other restaurants that were uh reservation only you know in the past so i think it's great um i just think it's i think it's interesting that it's a brand new restaurant but i also get it because if they were to change you know say la cellier to be a a walk up you know slash same day reservation it would be a lot more controversial than if they put jungle cruise skipper canteen in and for the first year you know it's around they just mess around with how you get in there because it doesn't have the you know, pomp and circumstance that other other places do. Right, right. And, you know, like I said, I think, didn't Be Our Guest even do, like, fast passes at some point? Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. It was, it was, like, quick service, but it's fast pass. Well, and now it's quick service, but it's, you have to have a reservation. So, um, yeah, so they've tried a lot of different things there. I think that, yeah, they're just testing things at Skipper Canteen at this point. I'll just be interested to see um, how this works out. In fact, I'll probably, I'll probably be jumping on tomorrow or you know sometime over the weekend just to kind of see what the reservation, you know, can you do it online? Can you do it through My Disney Experience? Because really, that's that's all kind of up in the air right now, you know, mm-hmm. which is weird. But anyway, so the moral of the story is if you're planning your trip anytime between uh, the the twelfth and the twenty seventh, which means that you're either at Disney listening to our podcast, yay for you or you're going to Disney very shortly, also yay for you, uh, then you can go and make same-day reservations, and you don't have to be as concerned uh, with when you're going to actually get to eat, you know, lunch or dinner at that restaurant. So anyway, uh, that covers our Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen news, and I felt like we should also cover... And Okay, this one's weird, because this this has been getting a lot of traction uh, from a lot of different sites. In fact, I think like, I, I feel like I saw a post about it on HuffingtonPost.com. I think a lot of the Disney blogs have been covering this and, and okay. The reason why it's weird to me is because this seems like some weird Etsy site that's doing this, but there are candles now that are being developed that are Disney scented candles, but it's, but it's not like our, it's so it's anthologycandles.com which is actually down for maintenance has been for I think I I think I originally looked into the story like a week and a half ago or something and they were down for maintenance then and they were like hey just go to our Etsy shop to go look at stuff and they're still over at their Etsy shop and and they're not actually so the ones that I see don't actually say Disney on them anywhere they just say whimsically inspired soy candles so i don't know that they're i don't know that this is like anything partnered partnering with disney or anything yeah so i have very like a week and a half ago you sent me this link and i looked at it and the two things that i kind of took away from it was it does not seem like disney's involved at all with this and two it was weird because it said due to their popularity they've closed uh their you know like their shop or whatever can you actually 
buy the candles from Etsy right now? Yes, yes. So okay. you could you couldn't do that a week and a half ago, but now you can actually buy them um from Etsy. So that is a Okay, and now oh, here's something interesting. And you guys you guys are actually getting to hear this as we're this is as I'm figuring this stuff out. Because I thought things looked different. A week and a half ago when I looked and I was actually looking at like cached versions of their site, uh the candles said Disney inspired soy collection along the top of the candle. Now along the top of the candle it says whimsically inspired soy candle yeah so maybe the uh, maintenance was disney's uh lawyers called us and yeah. said we can't use the word disney anymore and i wouldn't so one of them is haunted mansion which first of all what does haunted mansion smell like uh, okay and so yeah so clearly clearly they have they have they have spoken with the uh the disney lawyers because what was haunted mansion is now haunted manor uh uh, what was okay. Dole Whip is now Pineapple Whip. Yep, they have definitely spoken with someone at Disney. Yes, what was Soren? Uh, that would be S O A R N I N apostrophe is now Soaring Over. You know, went ahead and added the G, used the word over to make it not quite so. Uh, yeah. So, so the moral of the story is they've talked to Disney and they've they've been told what they can and cannot do. But my guess is the candle smells haven't changed any, uh, just the, the marketing for it. So I just, I, I thought it was kind of interesting because again, this got so much traction and I really thought that, and, and I'm sure this is why Disney's lawyers went down on them is because looking at it, it says Disney inspired. It says haunted mansion on it. I assumed they were working with Disney and that's, and that was what was so weird to me is I was like, how did some little Etsy shop manage to get, disney to okay them doing something like this yeah well and it just i can't see disney going yes that smell represents haunted mansion right so so their haunted manor uh scent is the scents are musty carpets dusty furnishings and graveyard grasses i have why do i I want to explain to you what one of those things smells like but none of them sound pleasant uh to me if you, so, I, I've walked into restaurants before right. that have old carpeting in them. It's horrible. But it, but now it works for Haunted Mansion, and Oosh. it works for it works for. Uh, I would say that uh, Tower of Terror has a similar has has that smell to it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Those attractions are themed that way. My house is themed like a house in 2016. Well, your house like, is themed that way. Maybe somebody's house isn't. Why? Why do you have to? Why do you have to enforce your ideals of what a house should smell like on everybody else? I'm What's sorry, up with that, Jeremy. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be home normative, but I just. I don't know. I don't, I can't imagine anyone going. Man, this house needs a little must. Yeah, yeah. So they also have a Main Street Bakery, which smells like hazelnut coffee and sugar cookies. I could get behind my house smelling like that, but I don't know that it's going to remind me of Main Street. Uh, again, they have Pineapple Whip, not Dole Whip, folks, Pineapple Whip, with which is pineapple and a hint of coconut. Um, which would be fine. Yeah, it's it's a fine scent, but again, I, I don't know that it's going to remind me of, uh, of a Dole Whip. And then they've got Soaring Over, okay? Which, again, as you said, Soaring, Soarin', not soaring, stupid <laughs> candle. Soaring is very unique in that there are there are specific scents that you can smell and you can associate those with soaring. And unlike 
I don't know. For some reason, I've heard that a lot of people have issues with that and don't like it. I like the fact that Soren has sense associated with it. I do too. I absolutely like the you know pine and the orange sense that really sets Soren apart from any other attraction. And the sea. I like the sea. Yeah, I never. The sea didn't imprint on me the way that uh, the pine and the orange did. Yeah, but well, and those are like very definitive. Sure. Though I will say that I don't mind that it went down for refurb because I I don't know if I if I said this last time we talked, but maybe I did. Uh, that the scents were like miscued. Yeah, I noticed that the last time I went on it, I was going through the pine trees, and all of a sudden I'm getting orange, and I'm going through the orange, and all of a sudden I'm getting sea wind or something like that i noticed it was it was like it was almost like there was a a bit of a blockage in the sprayer and there was some of the old scent still queued up so like you'd get the pine or whatever and then when it was time for the orange you'd still get a little pine there'd still be yeah like a second's worth of spray in the pine and so it'd be like pine orange and yeah i think i think maybe they needed to clr it or something yeah. So anyway, re- regardless of what you know, so we both like the the sense of Soren, but I don't know that I would be behind this candle because this candle says that its scents are redwood trees, cedar trees, salty ocean mist, and orange blossoms. I have no like the concept of any any of those smells being in my house. I don't have a problem with. Can you imagine what all those smells sound like? Or sound like smell like together? <laughs> is is it a uh, is it a? I'm not looking at it. Is it a multi layered candle? No, no, it is not because that's exactly that is exactly what I thought. I was like, dude, they just need to make a multi layer candle where I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm in the pine trees. Oh, I'm in the orange grip. Oh, uh-huh. I'm in the. That would make per. Uh, and maybe it is, but if it is, it's all one color, and so I doubt it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a cacophony of scents. Yeah, that's so weird. That's, yeah, because that's, you know, hardwood trees, oranges, and sea mist. I mean, that's not, that's not even a combination of smells that you're going to find naturally. The The whole point of Soren is that you're going through all the different parts of California. And like, yeah, there's orange groves in this part of California, and there's you know trees there are redwood trees in this part of california and there's the sea you know runs all the way up the coast but they're not together no no they are not so like i said i don't clear clearly this was not disney uh backed even though i thought this was disney backed at the time and again i thought it was disney backed because of the way that it was listed and that has all been changed now yeah, well, I think they were pretty much counting on you thinking it was Disney-backed. Oh, they definitely were. They definitely, <laughs> because because otherwise, would we be talking about, like, random or insert random Etsy? And, and don't get me wrong, folks. I'm not, like, I have not ordered any candles from these guys. They might be great candles. But the fact of the matter is, the blogs that I follow, the Twitter accounts that I follow, would not have been covering these play, these things if they hadn't all thought they were Disney-related. Because... I'm sure there are other candle makers out there who are making Disney-inspired scents, but this was Disney-inspired scents that had the word Disney on them and mm-hmm. were using the real name. So it sounded like Disney was backing them, and and they're not. So, yeah. so yeah. So if you were if you were planning on buying uh, anthology candles because you thought this is the Disney candle, they are not the Disney candle, and um, I don't know. But but now here's the here's the other question. 
as much traction as this got, um, and you know, in in the news cycle being what it is, especially online, everything gets some amount of traction. But with the traction it got, is there any chance that now Disney goes, "Hey, Disney scented candles"? That's not such a bad idea. If that has not been brought up or talked about then the people that are in merchandising at Disney are insane because a three-wick candle at Bath & Body Works sells for $22, and that is at a place that isn't Disney. Yeah, so so that's the, that's the other thing to me is it's just, will Disney actually come out with candles now? And I, I will say that these candles are apparently, uh, they're only $16, so yeah. they're $4 cheaper than your Bath & Body Works. So they do say they're four inches tall with a three inch diameter. So that doesn't sound like a huge candle to me. Yeah. That's and pretty it, small. And, and folks, uh, if you are planning on order one, just be aware that, uh, again, the, the short period of time in which they were Disney candles apparently did very well for the maker of these because expected delivery within two to four months. Whoa. Could be much sooner. No guarantees. Please only order if you're willing to wait. Yeah, could be much sooner because half the people are canceling their orders now that they're getting a haunted manor uh, candle. Uh, but but you were you were getting the same candle either way. It's just what the words are on it. Come on, right? Man. Uh, Did, well, you still you still want your house to smell like musty carpet? It's like once you find out it's you were kind of duped and it's not actually officially you know licensed stuff. I, I at least me I don't want it anymore. I I I concur with that. So. Anyway, uh, you know, maybe maybe we have saved some people. Maybe some people will be calling Anthology Candles and uh, asking them what's up with that. Though I sure hope these guys have uh, have already communicated with the customers who have already bought something that this isn't quite Disney. The funniest thing about this to me is that I thought when you sent me the link, you said it was at Anthropology. So did I. And so I was I. like, why is... Why is Anthropology doing this? This is that's strange. So did I, and that, and, and so that's a store that I've been in all of one time, um, and so I, all that I know is it carries clothing and other stuff, I guess. So I went, oh, okay. Apparently that place carries candles, and they're a high end, fancy type store. So I guess I could see Disney, you know, joining up with them. And so that was just like, like I said, dude, this was just such a weird story to me because. I thought it was the anthropology, and then I go looking at their site, and I'm like, this doesn't feel like that store that I walked into that one time. Yeah. And then I think it's Disney-related, but that doesn't feel like the way Disney would do candles. Um, yeah. They, so, they duped us all. They duped they, us all. They duped, they duped us, and, and we still covered it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm proud of. I'm, <laughs> we, we found a story, and we stuck with it, Dad. Yeah. Well, something else that we've talked about before, Star Wars Land going in at Disneyland... Uh, and causing closures of of uh, Big Thunder Ranch, Big Thunder Barbecue, um, like a third of the Rivers of America are kind of being taken out in order for Star Wars Land to go in. So we've discussed all that, but we didn't really talk about like how we felt about that, how how just taking places that were popular in the rivers of America. I mean, that's, that's an original attraction. Okay. So first of all, with rivers of America, and it's been a while since I've actually looked at the plans for this because, you know, Disney, Walt Disney world is kind of where I tend to focus on and Disneyland, I unfortunately follows by the wayside more often than not. And so I know star Wars land is coming and I'd heard about these closures 
but I hadn't really looked at the the final plans, uh, looking at like this bridge thing for the railroad and everything. The Rivers of America, though, I mean, are they are they still are they going to reroute it so that it's still a complete system or yeah they have the boats turning back and forth at the end or no 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 it's going to be a loop but it's just going to be way smaller okay so 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 they're not getting rid of the rivers of america right they're they're rerouting them right they're not getting rid of the railroad they're rerouting it so really we're losing big thunder petting zoo and big thunder barbecue so i guess i guess like yeah so the the issue I think that I have, and and maybe this is just like nostalgia, but Disneyland was done. I mean, Disneyland was Disneyland. And so it just feels kind of like they're going, well, we need to shoehorn this in somewhere. And there's a little corner up there where we can put, you know, Star Wars in up there. Uh, and that's what they're doing. And that's, you know, that's fine. They, they can do that. But Hollywood Studios, I mean, like it needs this in a way that I don't think Disneyland actually did. Right, and and I'll totally agree that I don't I don't know that Star Wars Land is a necessity for Disneyland. Um, though again, I I don't see the numbers. Um, you know, we've been told multiple times that Hollywood Studios is the least uh, or the most underperforming park. I think uh, for Disney, or at least that's what I've seen multiple times anyway. Um, so that's less surprising, I guess. But it, you know, maybe Disneyland has been slacking off, or it's just Disney wanting to get money back on the investment of. Uh, the Lucasfilm property, you know, they said, Hey, we, we've dropped all this money. We've got to get something back out of it. We've got to build star Wars land. But I definitely think it was a matter of where can we make it fit that it will be. I, I, I honestly think this was the least invasive plan they could have for Disneyland. And I think maybe that's part of the reason that I'm not as upset about it also, um, because I don't think that Disney is oblivious to the fact that this would go much better either off the off of Tomorrowland or between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland and that's not where they chose to put it. You know, I think either one of those thematically would make more sense for the location of Star Wars Land, yet Star Wars Land gets thrown in Frontierland essentially, right? Yeah, the entrance does. Yeah, so I and and again, you're moving into a new land, but if you th- I I don't know. To me that's just a more jarring Frontierland into Star Wars than Frontierland into Fantasyland or, you know, into uh, what New Orleans or uh, any of those sort of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it it definitely would make more sense coming off Tomorrowland, but but they didn't it, have but they didn't have space over there. Yeah, California, they're so limited because the park is completely surrounded by Anaheim, right? And and I I also believe that this question I will probably I I, I may feel differently about when Star Wars Land is actually completed. But but now here's a question: Why couldn't they have put this where Toontown is? Toontown Toontown wasn't popular enough at Magic Kingdom. Because in- I th- yeah, but I think I think it is popular in Disneyland. But I'm not sure. I don't I don't I don't know if that would have been too much, or if Toontown just wasn't big enough and they couldn't expand behind Toontown. You know, because basically what they did was they took office buildings that were being used. And moved them onto Harbor Boulevard and right. and are apparently tearing the buildings down and just building back there in what used to be an office park. So maybe there was just no room to build behind Toontown. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, you know, as we talk about, that would have been the other option. But if you you know destroy Toontown, then you lose like uh, you know the the railroad still would have probably been jacked up in some way. You would have lost a lot of kids uh, attractions back there. You would have lost the Roger Rabbit uh, 
uh, you know, the the spinning car attraction back right. there. Um, so, I mean, I think you would have, I think they went with what was going to be the minimal footprint or the, you know, the, the minimal amount of something's going to have to go right. short of, I, I guess, as you said, not doing anything. Well, and, and I guess this is a net gain of one land too. Right. They're, if they had taken, if they'd replaced Toontown, they net zero. It's just everything, the count is the same, but this way they're gaining one land. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get from, I, I definitely understand. Like, to me, on some level, let's be honest, on some level, the idea that I'm upset that Maelstrom has to make way for uh, a new Frozen attraction is a little bit silly. I mean, Maelstrom was not the end-all, be-all attraction, but some part of me goes, that's Epcot. You don't go you know, messing around with Epcot and changing things at Epcot because I like it the way it is and nothing should change there. And and I think to some extent that's the same thing that we say, you know, that that, that that's the argument being made for Disneyland as well. And so I totally understand that argument. I just don't think, for me personally, it's not that big of an issue, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. So for me, not as big of an issue. For you, it sounds like more so. Um, but again, and I and I don't think that you're you're being silly for for feeling that way because you're dealing because it's nostalgia. And so I, I get that. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why, like some part of me feels like I should be more up in arms about losing parts of Disneyland. But again, I just don't have that kind of attachment to it, I guess, apparently. Yeah. And it'd be different if they said, well, parts of the Caribbean is going away. So oh, we can yeah. put in oh, Star yeah. Wars land. Oh yeah. Or Haunted Mansion or, right. you know, I, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think because, like, I, clearly, e-ticket attractions we're always going to be upset about, you know. And, and I think there are probably there are plenty of people who feel this way about the, you know, the 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 petting zoo and about the the barbecue place, where you know maybe. And again, as you said, clearly they were they were popular. But if you have an attachment to that, it's going to hurt to see that go. But you get Star Wars Land, so let's hope. Let's hope that Star Wars. Let's just all hope that Star Wars Land makes it worth the loss that we're going to experience i guess i think that'll about do it for this week's episode you can follow us on twitter at mtm podcast you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash mtm podcast and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and until then have a magical day